Drew Balper, the T1 of Brass. I'm Carson Sestouli. This is Fangraphs Audio. My guest on this edition of Fangraphs Audio is a uh, prospect for the San Francisco Giants, an infield prospect. Uh, he's played uh, quite a bit both of shortstop and second base now um, in, within the Giants system. Currently on the roster of the AA Richmond Flying Squirrels, uh, Flying Squirrels of the Eastern League, of the AA Eastern League. His name is Joe Panic. I was able to have this brief conversation with him before uh, a Richmond game against the New Hampshire Fisher Cats, also of the Eastern League. The New Hampshire Fisher Cats, of course, an affiliate of Toronto, the Toronto Blue Jays, and based in Manchester, New Hampshire. I asked Panic, among other things, about the peculiar challenges of being a prospect uh, from the Northeast, about what is a very uh, disciplined approach uh, from him offensively, and also the finer points between playing shortstop and second base. The listener should note that there was, um, I suppose, what one might call salty language being used in the background at one point of this conversation. Uh, so there are actually, this is first that uh, there are bleeps in a conversation with the player. It's not Joe Panic. Joe Panic, politest middle infielder uh, you'd ever like to know. Uh, but however, in the background, yes, there were some u- words of interest being used, uh, which have been redacted uh, from the following audio. Uh, in any case, yes, it's Fangraphs Audio. It features Giants middle infield prospect Joe Panic. And it begins right now. I want to talk to you um, uh, on a couple on a couple of fronts, actually. Uh, and I guess the uh, the first place to start would be. Um, well, let's start. This is an interesting thing for me. So you're a player from the Northeast. I think you're from Yonkers, New York, originally. Yeah, that's what I was born. And you're born and raised in Yonkers? Uh, raised in East Fishko. Okay, all right. Yeah. So it's so a northern guy. So. Now, typically, with now you're drafted in the first round out of St. John's. It's not uncommon for guys who are drafted out of college in the first round to have also been drafted out of high school. This is not the case with you. And I guess I'm curious as to as to what happened. Was it a question of your development? Was it a question of maybe... A, a lighter s- scouting presence in that area. How did that work out? Um, biggest difference between coming out of high school and then college is I was wasn't physically ready to go. I was in high school. I was like five eleven, one seventy. I, I wasn't very bi- like big enough to. Yeah. And then coming out of college, I you know grew a couple of inches. Mm-hmm. You know, put on about twenty twenty thirty pounds. Mm-hmm. You know. I, all my physical skills that I had coming out of high school, it just got magnified once I went to college and de- developed it through my co- the coaches there and physically got stronger. Mm-hmm. So basically, that's what happened. I just you know got stronger and the coaches there really kind of fine-tuned my game. Yeah, uh, getting bigger, especially for for a shortstop, is sort of a double-edged sword, right? Because you don't you want to still. I mean, of course, if you want to hit, you want to hit yeah. for more power. Uh, you want to you know be something like a threat at the plate. Mass helps. At the same time. Uh, putting on weight might uh, affect your agility. So I'm curious as to how you sort of ride that line. Yeah, it's one of those things where you try to put on the right weight. And yeah. um, right now, with the weight I'm at, that's that's where I want to be as a middle infielder. But uh, you don't want to you know, get too heavy because then you're going to lose your speed and your quickness. And the biggest thing is to you know, be able to move laterally and make the plays. Right. So that's why, um, like I said, you have to check on the right weight. What know? is the right weight? I assume like, it's not like uh, lean. You don't want to be right. get, get bulky. You don't want to be looking like a first baseman because then obviously you have to turn into one. Right. And beer beer weight is bad. I assume. <laughs> yeah, upon. exactly. I want to try to stay away from that. <laughs> right. Um, with regard with regard to shortstop, 
I think that, you know, um, especially you're coming up to the system here, there are questions, will you stay at shortstop, will you move over to second base. What's sort of for you, what's the thing on which you need to focus to make sure that you stay at shortstop and that you can play that position at the major league level? I mean, I've been playing a lot a lot, of sec- a lot more second base this year. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, either way, it doesn't really matter to me if I play short or second. Mm-hmm. I just have to be good at both spots, you know, get the footwork down at both areas and do whatever I can to make myself versatile to get up to the major league level. That's the that's the uh, goal first and foremost. Right. What's the? I mean, you know, if we look at you know the positions, typically short 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 stuff is considered a little bit less um, or a little bit more demanding than second base. Yeah. And uh, but w- but I assume that when you're learning second base, you have uh, you have to um, you have to learn some things as well. I mean, to play that position. So what's the even though, uh, like a you know, the fan at home might say, "Oh, it's you know, it's easier position," but I'm assuming what what are you learning from that? In uh, second base, you have to there's a lot more footwork involved, right. turning double plays. That's that's the hardest part. You know, you have a lot more time. Uh, you know, making throws. You know, first base on regular ground balls, but the hardest part is to. Now you see it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> No, the hardest part is the double play. That's that's the hardest thing to learn. The footwork. You have a guy coming in at you, and uh, you can't see the guy. So that's the thing you have to do. Now, with regard to uh, to your control of the uh, the strike zone, I mean at the, at the plate, you're you're a guy who, uh, since you're drafted professional baseball, you've always uh, walked and struck out about the same same rate, and that obviously requires two skills simultaneously. One is uh, being able to make contact, and the other is, uh, I guess, for walks, not chasing balls out of the zone. So where does that where does that start for you? Does it start with a, with a high contact approach? Does it start with um, uh, knowing what pitches you can and cannot hit? What's the sort of where does that start from? Yeah, it's all about the approach. I've you know selective approach. I'm not going up there swing at everything right away, and that kind of helps me get into better counts more so. And then, like you said, it's a two-way, you know, two skills. And when I do get behind, um, you know, I'm able to put the ball in play with two strikes. I'm, I'm comfortable hitting with two strikes, and you know, I'm able to, you know, not chase a lot often. And I'll take the close pitches that are balls, and that, that helps going down, you know, over the course of a year when you don't chase pitches, get yourself some good counts, and you're able to put balls in play. Right. Now, obviously, the the uh, quality of the pitching improves. And even as that's happened, though, you sort of numbers in that in that sense. I mean, you, you've basically like sustained the same exact profile going up. Uh, obviously, approach uh, changes too. What's what are the sort of adjustments you've made, whether sort of consciously or un- unconsciously? Uh, some guy like yeah, going into each game, you got to look at the pitcher and right. you know is what type of pitcher they are and. Do I, is, that, is it a type of pitcher where you have to be aggressive early in account? That's why I've started to learn which which guys you have to jump early in account and which guys you have to be patient with and try to work counts because they will walk more people. Yeah. So that's the kind of thing I've been learning going forward. Well, you got a, you have a pitcher, Marcus Stroman, uh, throwing today. He's a very tough righty um, yeah. and uh, certainly has a pedigree that suggests that he's going to be a major leaguer before too long. Um, when you're facing someone like that, uh, or Marcus Stroman specifically, what is the sort of plan there? Uh, with somebody like him who has a you know a couple good out pitches, yeah. you know, that can put you away deep in the count. You want to be be aggressive early on because he doesn't walk that many people uh, for his innings and stuff. So you, with his out pitches, you got to try to be aggressive with him. Right. I wanted to just ask another question on the, um, the lines of uh, being a player from the north. Um, Mike Trout, of course, uh, uh, 
I mean, basically one of the, the best players in baseball the last two years. He's very young. There's not, you know, at this point, looking back, it doesn't seem like he was never going to be one of the best players because he does everything. And yet he was drafted, uh, you know, in the 20s. Yeah. And, um, you know, you look at the fact that it didn't take him long to get to where he is right now. You assume that he had those skills, yeah. you know, as a, as a high school player. And yet uh, you say, well, why, why did no one recognize it? It's possibility that, you know, part of the reason is he was playing in the Northeast. And I'm curious, from your experience, if that was ever a situation. It's a shorter season, obviously. Uh, it's just the weather's not as good. Uh, I'm curious to sort of what your experience was, both between, uh, you know, going to school in, in a high school in New York. Um, that's in New York, yeah, sorry, yeah. right? Yeah, in high school in New York and also college at St. John's. Uh, in high school, playing high school ball in New York, the competition level is not what you see, like, in Georgia, Florida, Texas, California. Right. So... I don't know if it's true or not, but some, I guess maybe the, um, the scouts grading you, it's kind of diff- more difficult to say, all right, well, this pitcher's throwing 82 in high school right. compared to high school kid in Texas. That's throwing 90 plus, and that's one of the harder things for, you know, scouts to kind of grade upon. That's why they deal a lot with, like, the summer travel circuit right. and stuff. But, like, in college, like at St. John's, we're, we're going down. We play down south, like, playing Georgia Tech, like schools like that, right. and in Cape Cod. There's a lot more exposure when you're, when right. you're facing got quality arms, you know, quality players, you know, throughout the country. So that's, you know, scouts have a better idea of what you can do right. on a higher level. And, and just, uh, last question before I let you go. There's uh, just a little bit more of a speculative nature, but um, I'm curious if, uh, if you've ever had or, uh, examined or had a chance to talk with uh, Marcus Scudero with regard to his game. Because um, he's played shortstop and second base, and he also has offensively, at least superficially to me, maybe you have a different view of it, a similar uh, approach at the plate. He's real contact heavy. Um, you know, he's always going to walk about as often as he strikes out. You know, power is not necessarily his game, but he has enough so that you can't just uh, groove the ball. I'm curious if you've ever had a repartee with him. Uh, no, I haven't had a chance to really talk with him. Uh, his passing training, he was with the. Uh, uh, more, more baseball player. Yeah. Uh, oh, of course. Yeah. 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 So I really didn't get a chance to, you know, talk with him. But you no, know, I watch it. I watch him play, and I watch his game. And that's some, you know, coming up behind him. You know, somebody I try to, you know, watch and see how he does, and take some things from him and put it into my game. Right. All right. All right. Thanks a lot, Joe. Appreciate it. All right. Take care.